ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Daily Dimensions Podcast. As always, I am your host, Smitty, back with another one, man. And as always, I'm excited to bring you this episode. If y'all have been listening lately, I know we've been bi-weekly and it's been throwing some of y'all off. But if y'all have been listening, y'all been keeping up. Um, I've been making a real effort to be more authentic with the episodes I put out to try and be more uh, transparent because there's a lot of things that I navigate through, deal with and just am handling (laughs) and working through. Uh, I am always going to admit I'm a work in progress, man, and I'm a product of the product. So um, one of those things that I find myself working through is struggling with pornography. And I want to be the first one to get up here and say, like, that is something that I really struggle with and not a lot of men will get up here and say it. And hopefully this makes it more comfortable for y'all to say it, man. But it is something I really struggle with and am trying to like get a handle on you for me. I'm trying to take that piece of my life back. And it led me to create this episode because, you know, part of it was like, well, how did I get to this point where it's something where I'm like, yo, I need help with this. I'm struggling with this. This is a problem. And then it, it, it led me to examine the world around me. And it's like, man, you know, I'm not the only one with a problem. And it's very easy to end up with a problem like this because the world has shifted in such a way where sex is in everything, you know, um, whether it's TV, movies, your school curriculum at this point. Uh, it's June now. We in Pride Month. There's, <laughs> there's a lot going on, man. Um, sex is in everything. And, and it's it's something that's hard to avoid. And unfortunately, if you're not exposed to it the right way, if you're not taught it in the right way, if it's not introduced to you in the right way and you're left to just figure it out on your own, nine times out of 10, 10 times out of 10, you're going to end up discovering sex in a way that's not healthy for you and discovering it in a way that leads to probably further issues or things that you don't even know are happening because you've been taught to believe or your experiences have led you to believe that the way you're experiencing sex and your expectations around sex and your desires around sex have been normal. And just because something is common doesn't mean it's normal. And just because something is common doesn't mean it's right. <laughs> and I want you to keep that in mind as we continue to explore this, this just conversation around sex and pornography, man, and, and the ups and downs and everything in between. We're going to get into masturbation too, uh, all of that. So if this episode makes you uncomfortable, leave now. I'm sorry, <laughs> but we getting into it. I told y'all we're going to be more and more authentic. This is a part of that. So checking in with the notes, one of the first things I want to get into is um, how pornography shapes the expectations we have of our partners and how our intimate moments are lived out. And I touched a little bit on this in a, a previous episode called The Internet Ruined Our Sex Lives. If you haven't listened to it, go back, tap into it. We was real on that one. I guess you could kind of say this is a part two to that. I don't really know if if y'all call it a part two. I'm not going to be mad at it, <laughs> but here we are. Like it, it is what it is at this point. Um, but this is just me being authentic. And the problem with pornography is you look at it and it creates an expectation. And then you think that your sexual experiences should be what's portrayed in what is quite honestly people acting out something, you know, there's multiple takes. (laughs) There's a bunch of stuff being shot in a day. There's people just doing stuff, whatever comes to their mind, you doing whatever the director tells you to do. Like it's, 
when you really in it, like if you hear people talk about it who have been in pornography and then have since left it or been delivered from it, like it is a very uncomfortable thing. And most of them do not enjoy it. But we as a consumer are like, oh, man, I'm trying to be on that type of time. And the whole time, the people who are on that type of time hate everything about it <laughs> and don't necessarily enjoy it. And especially the woman in the industry is some of the most uncomfortable experiences. And there's so much that you just get taken advantage of and all of these different things. But us as consumers, we're like, oh, man, yo, I'm trying to be like this person. I'm trying to be like that. <laughs> you feel me? Like, I, I wonder what that's like. You know, the Tiana Trumps of the world and the, the thick Daphne's of the world. We throw our names out today, the pinkies and, and all of that, all of them, man. And unfortunately, we take what we see there and superimpose that on who we are now finding ourselves to be intimate with. And that's not fair to that person because that's an unrealistic expectation, but not just with pornography, but things we see subtly in the world, whether it's a movie and you're like, Oh my God, that was just so romantic. I wanted to. And again, that's a movie though. <laughs> you feel me? Um, and now our expectations around sex have been shaped by everything around us and not about, not from, whether it be God's word or, or who actually taught you sex, like the world is teaching us sex before anyone else teaches us sex. And that's a dangerous place to be. Um, and I talked in that episode about my experience the first time I ever watched porn and how it shaped my mind, man. And it's just been a downward spiral from there because I was introduced to sex before my parents introduced it to me. So by the time they were trying to talk about birds and bees, I'm like, you you a couple years late, <laughs> my brother. You you a couple years late, sis. Like it's too late. I done seen too much. I'm scarred for life now. <laughs> now I got a taste of something that I can't satisfy, and that's the problem with being exposed so early. You got a taste for something, or you got an itch for something, or you got an experience for something that you just cannot satisfy. And if you don't really understand the the depth of what's happening there, it it leads you to a place. To a lot of different places, but it leads you to a, a, sometimes to a place like where I'm at, where now I find myself trying to fill a hole or like scratch an itch or just fill a void with it that should have never been there in the first place. Um, so pornography for sure shapes our experiences and our expectations of our partners. But what's even worse is that as this becomes more and more of a thing, as like I said earlier, sex is everywhere as much as it's pushed in movies and TV, television, commercials, the internet, Twitter, dangerous place to be, <laughs> Twitter, dangerous place to be, uh, Tumblr, if you used to be, I was never a Tumblr person, but I have a friend who was on Tumblr and it was terrible, like it was a lot, um, but if you're even just a kid with access to the internet, like anybody with a cell phone, like it's there and it's in your face, man, and it, it's, it's, it's rough because now that it's so normal, we've become comfortable sharing these pieces of ourselves that we shouldn't be sharing. And now when somebody's horny, the whole Internet knows you're horny. Anybody got them people on a timeline? I'm going to talk to this camera. Anybody got them people on a timeline <laughs> that anytime they lonely and need that, it's scratched. Anytime, <laughs> anytime they feel it horny, anytime they, it's just, they, they got the herbs, they in a dry spell, they roster getting short. Uh, they post a picture of somebody doing something and it'll be like mood 
or it must be nice. I'm trying to see what that's like, like all these different subtle ways. We just want to tell the world that we want, we, <laughs> we want that itch scratched that we want some sex. You feel me? All the different ways we tell the world that, and we think we being subtle or we trying to keep a certain level of class when we say it, like you're doing the same thing. You might as well have just got on the internet, typed it in your story and said, I'm horny <laughs> and I need some right now. You might as well have just did that because like, what are we doing? You know, when women will post a picture, the girl with her feet in the air and you see the top of the man's head and he doing something down there and he's like mm. like it, we find different ways <laughs> to be doing that and y'all need to chill dog it used to be y'all remember when the internet didn't have so much sex on it <laughs> maybe I'm, I'm just dating myself but y'all remember when people had privacy <laughs> y'all remember when people like kept things to themselves and there was a certain level of discretion i don't know maybe i just maybe i just remember a different time in life man but in no way shape or form do i need to know where your sex life is at <laughs> and whether you getting a lot or you getting a little or you just in the mood i don't need to hear about you want your back cracked and your toes sucked and this licked on and that done i don't need to hear none of that and unfortunately i know i'm not the only one there's people like that on all of our timelines whether it's once in a while or all the time and you need to chill out <laughs> i had a friend one time and some of y'all are gonna know who this friend is <laughs> and it's funny now but at the time like you go on Twitter and every time somebody likes something, it pops up on your timeline. And it's like, bro, stop liking these porn videos, bro. Because now they on my timeline. You can't even open. If you're someone who really be on Twitter, you can't open Twitter in public because you never know what you're going to see. And that's a problem. Like the fact that it's progressed that far to the point where there is no secrecy around anything. There's no privacy around anything. There's no discretion around any everything, anything. And like we're living these intimate moments of our life out loud. And then we get older and start screaming. We want intimacy. And it's like, well, you lost that a long time ago because the things that were supposed to be kept sacred, you lived it out loud. <laughs> you desired it out loud. You express, you didn't keep that sacred. So now when you're older and you want it to be sacred, it's hard to find that, you know, when you want it to be intimate, it's hard to find that. And there's a lot of people out there who are like, Oh, I've had sex, but I've never made love. And it's because part of it is because, this is the society we live in. This is what you indulge in. This is what you share. And what are you truly attracting? You know, what are you giving off about yourself? Are you giving off desire me for my <laughs> desire me for the deeper, most inner parts of me or desire me for my body? And what are you accepting? You know, because people are going to try you regardless. But then what do you settle for and what do you uh, set the standard on what do you set the boundary on what is the foundation right because now you you're expecting this but you're settling for that and wondering why a plus b is not equal in c and it's because <laughs> you settle in for d you see what i did there yeah you see what i <laughs> all right let me get back to it man but there was once a time where we kept this to ourselves and unfortunately is it's not a thing anymore for most people i i and that's why i really get happy when i see people on my timeline who pop up with babies <laughs> where it's like oh for real i didn't even know you had a man now you having a baby that's what i like to see 
because <laughs> I don't need to know that you're doing nothing. Like, let let that be the proof that you was doing something. I don't need to know you or people just pop up and it's like, oh, I'm married now. And it's like, word, I didn't even know you was dating somebody. Like, we don't need to know every moment of your life. And it's cool to cherish these moments of your life and, and love these moments of your life and capture these moments of your life. But capturing these moments doesn't mean share it on the Internet. And we got to get away from that. Not everything <laughs> that's happening in your life has to be shared on the Internet. And I don't know when we cross that line of if it's happening to me, the world needs to know about it. If I need to vent, it has to be on the Internet. We got to find healthier ways to go about these things. But before I get off topic, <laughs> um, porn is superly normalized now. And like we mentioned, it's everywhere. But I think now we're getting we keep getting into more and more dangerous territory. And we find ourselves now in a space where not only are we consuming pornography, but we are now the ones creating pornography. You know, it used to be a thing where we would consume it like you get your Playboy magazines and the magazines went from magazines to VHS to video to Internet. Now we're the creators. Now we're the ones. <laughs> now we're the only fans creators like only fans has taken that to a, a whole nother level. And it's unfortunate because if you are from any city big enough, you know, somebody in your city who was dabbling in OnlyFans. <laughs> you know, somebody in Connecticut is a small enough state. you know, somebody dabbling in it. You know, someone who said, F it, I'm going to sell feet pics and feet pics turned into everything, you know, and it's to the point where we've accepted it to be normal, you know, and it's, 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 it's sad. It's genuinely sad, not just from the consumer standpoint, because, I'll be the first to say I've been a consumer of these things, but from the creator standpoint, I like, I really had to sit there and be like, man, like how, how much has the world shifted in this direction that women and men are like, you know what? I'm going to just start selling my body on the internet because if we being real about it, even <laughs> if we being real about it at the end of the day, you're selling your body on the internet you're making money off of your body in a way, in a sexual way that just isn't correct, you know? And if you grew up and said, yeah, I'm going to be a porn star. Like as a kid, if you said, yeah, I'm going to do porn, you would have never thought that of yourself. But now here we are in 2023 and everybody seems like they doing OnlyFans. <laughs> like, and then you see the money made off of it and they're like, oh my God, I want to do it too. And now it's like, this desire for money, this love of money, this lust for money in a, a special life and a different life and a bigger life has people compromising their morals and standards in a crazy way. There's people that I never in my life would have saw them in that space. And now they're in that space, you know, people with degrees <laughs> in that space, people with reputable jobs, people, people in professions similar to mine <laughs> in that doing that kind of thing. And I'm like, hold on, what is, what's not adding up here that you just going to throw away everything is, is times that hard. And then that leads into a whole nother conversation of how much do you really trust God to provide for you? Cause you know, I'm gonna sprinkle Jesus and everything. And we got a verse for you later, but how much do you really trust God to provide for you? Yes. You have to do your part, but if you have to compromise who you are, if you have to compromise your faith, if you have to compromise your beliefs, your values, your morals, your standards, your expectations, 
in order to make some money. You in a dangerous place, man, (laughs) you in a dangerous place. And there's something deeper there that we really have to address. And there's a lack of trust and a lack of faith in, in, in God that leads you to a place like that, man. Cause I understand times is rough. If I could show y'all my bank account, I would, it's, it's minimal, <laughs> but times be rough, but my bills get paid on time. Cause I'm trusting in God, man. I haven't missed nothing yet, <laughs> but to compromise yourself that far, I remember having a conversation with somebody close to me. Right. And they were talking about how, um, Somebody who they work with, um, someone who is a superior to them or a coworker to them at an internship <laughs> does OnlyFans and, and sells feet pics and has a husband. And in so many ways, I was against that because I'm like one and then their, their, their argument was, oh, it's just feet and they make good money and it's just feet. They don't even know it's me. They don't see my face. It's OK. And like, no matter how much we try and make that okay, there is nothing okay about that. Because at the end of the day, as much as these people may not see your face, the reason they want to see your feet, the things they're doing with pictures of your feet, the lifestyle that they're living, that you're feeding into and participating in, you're a participant in their lifestyle and profiting off of it. And that makes you just as wrong as them because you're feeding into this this sinful nature of these people. You're speeding into this lustful nature of these people and you're a contributor to them walking in that sin and them walking in that lack of discipline, that lack of sex self-control. You're a participant in them walking in sexual immorality and anyone who is helping somebody (laughs) to live a worse life is just as wrong. You feel me? Uh, the person selling the drugs is just as wrong as the person getting hooked on them. You know, if you want to like, that may not be the best, best analogy, but you both wrong in the situation. You shouldn't be out here dabbling in some crack and you shouldn't be selling it. <laughs> you feel me? Like it's a lot happening there. So yeah. And then to do that and you're married to your husband, like as a man, I don't, I couldn't accept that because that shows just a, and, and, and again, 2023, everybody thinks differently, but like, that's such a pure lack of respect for the relationship you have. And then as a husband, how do you allow that kind of thing? And yes, I use the word allow. So what? Um, but that's just crazy to me that like, I would never want someone to experience any piece of my wife in a sexual way other than me. Even if it is just a picture of her foot, that is crazy. And to like be an active participant in it, you feel me? That's crazy to me. And then it's like, where, where are we going as men? Where are we going as leaders? Because a lot of this stuff is our fault too. (laughs) We're supposed to be leading in, in, in a way that, that is starting, that makes this not a thing. And we're not, and we're compromised in so many ways and we lack self-control because we're letting our flesh take over and we're letting these things just lead us instead of being led by morals, principles, and values. A lot of our morals, principles, and values get compromised when we start chasing things that feel good, whether it's money, sex, experiences, had just chasing happiness, chasing what makes me all right, <laughs> you know, and we start chasing feelings and experiences. And in the effort to chase a feeling, we end up losing who we are. And now we look down the road and it's like, dang, I wonder why my life is like this. And why didn't this happen? And it's because you compromised who you are to chase a feeling. <laughs> and that's sad. You feel me? And I don't want to 
I don't want to continue to be in a space where I'm compromising pieces of myself to chase a feeling, you know, because as I mentioned before, I struggled deeply with pornography and I told y'all the first time I ever watched porn was as a kid. First time I ever masturbated, I was in sixth grade and even masturbation is something that has become more and more normalized. Like the fact that you see, and I, I don't know, maybe my timeline is just different. I got some people that's not saved on my timeline. I got some people that are saved and still a work in progress. We're all a work in progress. I'll be, you see me up here, man, but <laughs> maybe my timeline a little different from yours, man. But the amount of woman and, you know, masturbation, it's always kind of been put on men, <laughs> but it's woman, female masturbation is at an all time high. And I know it's at an all time high because the amount of women I've seen on my timeline when them rose toys hit the streets, <laughs> them rose toys hit the streets like crack cocaine in the 80s. <laughs> everybody had one. Everybody. There was a meme about all of them. Woman was talking about it, sharing it, crying when a battery died in the middle of it. It was a lot happening. And it was it was it was hitting the streets crazy. And the amount of people I knew personally that was sharing that kind of thing on a timeline, even if they didn't even say nothing, they just would take a picture of it and put it in a thing. Or it'd be a picture of the rose toy and a blunt next to it. it all types of stuff on the time. And I'm like, we don't need to see that. Like if that's what you finna do, I can't stop you from to go do it. But like we normalizing it. And then there's conversations about it. There's language around it. There's dialogue around it. And then the more and more we, you know, in the same way, let, let's 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 frame it like this. Let's 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 bring a full circle in the same way. I continue to have more conversations around mental health and wellness and just being better in general to begin to normalize that kind of thing. The things we have more conversations about are the things that become normalized. And I'm trying to normalize conversations around mental health, wellness, all those different things. The more we have conversations around sex and rose toys and masturbation and pornography, all, all these different things, more times we have conversations about that. That's what becomes normal. What you see often, what you talk about often is what becomes normal. And unfortunately, because of the internet and meme culture and all these different things, that's what becomes normal. And that's what, be, and because it feeds on a feeling that is what, um, hold on here because it feeds on a feeling. That's what, <laughs> that's what we continue to, to, to lean into because it feeds into what we feel and not our morals, principles, and values. And the stuff I speak morals, principles, and values ain't as appealing, but it, it's what we need is what we got to tap into is what we got to get into is to what we need to make happen. And, you know, I say all this to say, <laughs> I'm a work in progress, man. And I am about, I'm, I'm, I'm quitting masturbation, man. It's, 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 a, it's work in progress. I'm five days in right now, <laughs> starting to smell colors, <laughs> vision crossing, <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm happy, man. And I'm realizing that, you know, for me, I'm, I'm a very God led person. Um, for me, I realized that it was affecting my relationship with God um, because it became an idol for me. Because if this is something that I shouldn't be doing right from a spiritual standpoint, from a, a relationship with God standpoint, if this is something I know I shouldn't be doing, walking in sexual immorality, 
if this is something I know I shouldn't be doing and I continue to choose to do it instead of following what God would have me do, it's, it, it has now become an idol in my life. And I don't want this to be an idol in my life anymore. I don't want this to be something that has me in a chokehold. I don't want it to be something that I continue to do to fill a void, to chase a feeling. I don't want it to continue to be something I do and just think it's normal and just think it's okay. And like, just because it's common, (laughs) again, bringing it back to the beginning, just because it's common doesn't mean it's okay. And just because it happens often doesn't mean it's it's what we need to be doing, you know. So it's something that I'm fighting in my life. I, I mark it on my calendar now. I put little checks on my calendar like, yes, I made it through the day, made it through the day. And pretty soon I'm a, I'm a, I have an accountability partner in mind that I want to reach out to. So keep me accountable and tell me to reach out to them. Um, but having people like that, that will help you walk through those moments in your life that will help you stay on the path that you want to stay on and not question why you're doing what you're doing and not question your belief system and try and just steer you towards their values, but help you stay on point with yours. Those are the kind of people you need in your life, man. And those are the kind of people that I'm blessed to say I have in my life, man. And if you don't got them people in your life, please find them. And if I can help you in any way, y'all always know I'm here, man. (laughs) For the people that do reach out to me, I appreciate it, man. But um, I want to drop a verse with y'all. First Thessalonians four, chapter four, verses three and four, you know, because we talking from a spiritual standpoint, this is what I go by. It may not necessarily be what you go by, but let's talk about it. Right. First Thessalonians chapter three, no, chapter four, verse three and four. Bong, let's get it. And it says God's will for you is to be holy. So stay away from all sexual sin. Then each of you will control his own body and live in holiness and honor. And verse four is what really gets me. Then each of you will control his own body. (laughs) And when we find ourselves in a space where these urges, (laughs) these desires, this itch we got to scratch is leading us and not our morals and values and principles and beliefs then we are in a space where we are not in control of our own body. (laughs) When those urges start winning and not what we know to be right and what we know to be true, we are not in a space where we are in control of our own bodies. And that's truly what it means, in my opinion, to be in control. You know, a lot of times we desire control and control to us means we can do whatever we want. But real control is, yes, we can do whatever we want. But I'm still going to hold myself to a higher standard. (laughs) I'm still going to say no to certain things because that doesn't align with who I'm called to be. That doesn't align with my purpose. And that's what real control is. Not I can do whatever I want and things submit and I submit to things. (laughs) You know, things have to submit to you. Your flesh has to submit to you. These thoughts have to submit to you. These urges and feelings have to submit to you. And that's the real control. That's the real power in it. That's the real beauty in it. And I pray that we all get there man and I'm a work in progress again I say like I'm good at it in some areas of my life 
But this one right here, that pornography, masturbation, that's a struggle, dog. That's a struggle. And I'm, I'm, I'm working on it, man. I'm going to get there. I'm changing the conversations I have. I'm changing my mindset. I'm trying to do different things. And I really hope and pray for everybody like that. Just because this is what we see in the world doesn't mean that that's what you have to become. And that is okay to be your own person, stand on your own too, say no to these things, not be a product of the world. And it's okay to love God and love God out loud. <laughs> and, and it's okay to live to a certain standard and even if you fell deep into it like i have it's always okay to come back and get right again man and i'm here to say like yo i love you <laughs> i appreciate you you are not alone clearly i'm not the only one who deals with this or struggles with this but we will get through this we will make this happen and anything that you once thought was normal test it against the word of god and see if it lines up and if it don't a change needs to be made so i love y'all until next time this is daily dimensions like, comment, subscribe. Peace.